RadioInfluence.com. Well, welcome back to another episode of Live Bold and Boss Up. We are honored and privileged to have Mayor Jane Castor on our podcast live here. I'm so excited. You know, you are the 59th mayor Mm -hmm. of the city of Tampa. You are the, were the first female chief of police, which is amazing. But not only are you so successful in business, you were also very athletic <laughs> and you were in, wasn't it the, the University of Tampa's Athletic Hall of Fame? Yes. Was it for yes. basketball and volleyball? Yes. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's well, I don't know uh, how excited you should be about that because it was, you know, long after my career there. But uh, it, it's very exciting. Um, I, I'll tell you a real quick story. My sons went to the basketball camps at University of Tampa. And so they come out and they go, Mom, your picture's outside. Aww. And I'm like, yeah, I was in the Hall of Fame. So they go, come look, come look. So they take me out there and we're looking at it. And um my son Seely goes, Mom, why is that number on the ball? And it's a thousand. And I said, you know, very proudly, I scored a thousand points. And without hesitation, he goes, Ooh, Mama, you didn't pass the ball. So, <laughs> so I said, That's it. No more camps for you guys. That's interesting but, how uh, we perceive yeah. that. I was very, I mean, that was an opportunity of a lifetime for me. I I received a full athletic scholarship to the University of Tampa, and it really opened up every single door throughout my life and the reason I'm sitting here before you today, so. Wow. So did you always want to be mayor? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, uh, you know, people would say when I was uh, appointed as a chief of police, they did you always want to be chief of police? And I said, no, really, the only time I ever thought about that was when I had about two or three years on before you really know anything. And and you walk around acting as if you knew everything and you make me chief. I'll fix this place. But um, really never had the aspirations of, you know, rising up to to that position. Uh, I just wanted to be able to go out every day and help the people out in the community. But again, my kids, I call them the levelizers. I went to a great American teaching and my sons introduced me. They said, mom, my mom's not a real cop. She's just the chief. They <laughs> said she didn't put bad guys in jail. She sits behind a desk. So, you know, just That's resounding so support like, for the kids. Right. Love it. But it quite an honor to, um, you know, to have been appointed by uh, Mayor Pam Iorio as the, the first female chief of police in the city. And then I really never had any political aspirations, but it was in conversations with Bob Buckhorn, very good friend of mine, Pam Iorio, very good friend of mine, about the trajectory of our city and that it was going to grow more in the next decade than it really had in my entire life here. I was born and raised here. And so what an opportunity to be a part of the future, guiding the future of our city. So it's very exciting. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. What made you take that leap from chief of police to mayor? What, what well, made you do that? Well, a lot of encouragement. And um, I always joke that if anyone had ever mentioned anything about the fundraising portion of it, I probably wouldn't be in this position <laughs> right. right now. I tell, I say I've never asked anybody for anything in my life. And if you know anything about political campaigns, you have to fund them. And so uh, um, that was very difficult for me. Right, right. But, but it all worked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a Tampa native... 
Um, how was Tampa back then versus now? Obviously, it's changed yes. a lot. It really has changed. I grew up out uh, in North Tampa, and uh, there literally was nothing north of Ehrlich. There was, uh, it used to be Lake uh, Park used to be called the Sheriff's Posse. And then the Zambito's farm was out there. We would go camping out in that area. Um, you know, just so many changes you can't even imagine. And now having all the jokes about our, our downtown, Bob Buckhorn used to say that the majority of the downtown residents resided in the county jail that used to be right down <laughs> next to the interstate. So, you know, that's not a great thing for the Chamber of Commerce to tell. Right. But uh, now we have an incredible, vibrant urban core. And then um, just the creation, it, it's uh, a unique position, I think, for cities nationwide, that we're creating entire communities. I mean, you look at what's happening in the West River, um, Midtown, what's going on at West Shore, uh, Channel Side, looking at what uh, Daryl Shaw's going to do with Ybor City Gas Works is the first step in that. Water Street, the first of its kind in the nation. Tampa Heights, I mean, we are a hip city. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've been in Seminole Heights, uh, since I was 21, so that's over 40 years. And uh, I say now Seminole Heights is the hip place to be, and I said, right. uh, clearly I had nothing to do with that. There's nothing <laughs> hip about me, and I lived there when it, it definitely wasn't hip. But uh, I think you're pretty hip. neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. I'll let my kids know. <laughs> when you were growing up, or maybe even today, do you have someone who's like a big influencer in your life or someone you've looked up to? Yes, a lot of people. Um, clearly in law enforcement, you know, that's a uh, majority male in the... Oh, oh that's that. Bernie. That, hey. <laughs> Hi, Bernie. We have... Um, hey, how are you? You know what? He smells uh, Dessa the office dog. We have an office dog, too. Dessa. Oh, really? But um, she loves everybody, but she doesn't unless they have four legs. She's not very uh, keen on other dogs. Matter of fact, she keeps trying to get me to pass an ordinance that there will be no dogs or cats in the city <laughs> besides her. But um, uh, and now I forgot the question. What will we? Uh, oh, if you had an influencer. Oh, an influencer. Yeah. So, you know, male dominated field in law enforcement. So my mentors were, were really men. Uh, mostly during law enforcement and uh, very thankful for individuals that really helped shape me as a person, uh, personally, professionally, uh, clearly my family. I'm one of five kids, number four out of five. So wow. I say my mom and dad's parenting philosophy was the rest of them are still alive. You and your brother can do whatever you want. But uh, <laughs> they, my older siblings disagree with all that. But um, my parents were the type that said, you can do anything that you want to do, you just have to give 100%. And so really that, that freedom. And I'll tell you something that really shaped my life too was Title IX. When that came out, it says a lot of things, but most importantly for me, it said that young women could participate in organized sports to the same level as young men. And so I happened to be in junior high at that time. I know it's middle school now, but uh, you know, being by virtue of being six foot tall in the second grade, <laughs> growing up around mostly boys, I was a great, a uh, not a great, a pretty good athlete. Um, so I, I was involved in every sport that, that came along in junior high and high school and was able, as I mentioned earlier, to get a full athletic scholarship to the University of Tampa. So 
that was a, a, a great opportunity. I'm sure in your throughout your career and your life, you've gone through a lot of challenging things. Is there one particular thing, something challenging that helps shape who you are today or, you know, anything in particular that comes to mind? Well, there are a lot, um, you know, in law enforcement, law enforcement prepares you for a lot. People would talk about going through uh, the pandemic and, you know, it's it's in law enforcement. Really, you deal with one crisis after another, people don't call 911 to say, hey, I just want to let you know everything's great at my house. <laughs> right. So you sort of, you know, you're used to dealing on small and large uh, scale with different uh, crises. So really when the pandemic came, it was just gathering information from all available sources, getting opinions, and then making decisions in the best interest of the community. So that was a great, uh, a great lesson that I was able to bring from uh, law enforcement. But I think um, incidents that you go through that are really life changing, especially in law enforcement, are are things like the loss of officers in the line of duty. There's really nothing that prepares you for those types of things. Uh, Steve Hogue was my predecessor at the police department, and and um, when I I uh, was appointed chief. He said, I hope you never have to walk through that door and tell someone their loved one's not coming home. And unfortunately, I had to do that more than once. So um, those are times that there's nothing that will prepare you for it. Right. Mm-hmm. That never gets easier, too. No, I'm sure. never, yeah. ever. What do you see Tampa's future looking like? <laughs> Tampa's future is so bright. We should be wearing sunglasses 24 hours a day. <laughs> it really is uh, just the the opportunity for us to grow, but to grow very thoughtfully, very intentionally, and very inclusive. Uh, we're you know minority uh, majority city, and and. Our diversity is really what defines us and the fact that we embrace that diversity and celebrate it every day. And so just to see the way that our our city is changing and some of the challenges and the way that we can address those through partnerships, and we have great partnerships here in the community as well. It's something that um, I'm reminded of almost on a daily basis by individuals that are even either moving their families here or moving businesses here or uh, being transferred in from different uh, companies, governmental and private as well. And they talk about the close working relationships and how everybody gets along in our community. And that is uh, that's something that a lot of people take for granted, but uh, that's what's allowing us to grow uh, so successfully here in our city. It's it's wonderful. I think everybody's kind of figured out what we've known all along. It was sort of a secret mm-hmm. and uh, people have discovered the Tampa Bay area. We were at the EDC thing last night oh, yeah. and we left and it's just so exciting. Uh-huh. And we're both Tampa natives. So we obviously are, you know, we love the change that we're seeing and it's exciting mm-hmm. to be a part of it. Yes, it sure is. And and with the EDC, uh, we work hand in hand. And I hear from so many companies that, you know, we're we're trying to recruit to uh, to Tampa in particular, but the Tampa Bay area and to the company, they all say we've never had everybody come in and talk about 
all of the positive aspects of their community. You know, you have the Chamber of Commerce, you have the port, the airport, um, the county commission, uh, the mayor, everybody coming in to meet and say, this is a great place for you to come and do business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I also like, we're very involved with like Tampa Connection mm -hmm. or Leadership Tampa. And those are all amazing networking groups where you can, if you're moving to Tampa yes. join because they take you around to all the port, the port, the mm -hmm. sports um, areas and mm -hmm. kind of share and teach you all, all kinds of things about Tampa. So I love that. It just yeah. like continues to, to grow and uh -huh. share about our, our and city. Leadership Tampa, I still say is the best local program that I have ever been involved in. Born and raised here. I learned so much about the city that I didn't know. And, um, I'm sure you guys went through Leadership Tampa. Uh, you may have had the second and third best classes, but the <laughs> Leadership 2000 without hands down is the best class ever. I love that. What's what's in the future for you? What are you going to do next? Well, I have one more term, hopefully, if the voters uh, agree and, and they appreciate um, what I've done so far in the city. I'll have one more four-year term that will start next May. And after that, I will be 67 years old and I will be volunteering and doing everything I can to continue to help Tampa grow successfully. But that will be the end of my professional uh, career. Yeah. So I'll be taking it a little easy. <laughs> what do you like to do for fun outside of all oh. the work that you do? Well, one, I'm one of those obnoxious exercise addicts and uh, I've been a cyclist. I wish I could run, but I'm, I, I just can't. But uh, I'm one of those Peloton people. So that's my everyday morning. If I don't start off that way, then days go sideways. <laughs> but um, I love doing anything outdoors. I just uh, um, went and made the mistake of going to a boat show. I live on the Hillsborough River. And so I've ordered uh, a new boat and I'm going to call it, name it, my kid's inheritance. So I love <laughs> anything fishing. People go, do you catch fish on your boat? And I said, sure, if there's a guide on it. Right, but, right. But, um, uh, you know, being able to just get in the boat and go to restaurants or go out in the, uh, out in the bay. And then we go down for mini season for lobsters in the Keys, yes. uh, go up scalloping in Homosassa. So scuba diving, anything that involves the water, I absolutely uh, love to do. Yeah. No. Well, I love that. I love getting to know you better. I Thank know. you so much for coming amazing. on the show. It's been oh, such a pleasure. Well, it has. It's yes. been a real pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's Yeah, it's been a lot of fun getting to know you, and we're just honored again to have you on. And until next time, live bold and boss up. That's right. <laughs>